This is the Reality Fantasy Football Podcast. Welcome to the show. Follow us on Twitter at RealityFFP. Now, here's Ryan, Jordy, and Roberto. This is episode number 43 of the show, and I think I can speak for all of us when I say we are pumped to be talking about fantasy football now that the preseason for 2021 has officially kicked off, and we're getting good looks at all these players and how the teams are utilizing them. A couple of things to note off the bat. First, that's Rob, and that's Jordan there. They are here. These two guys are waiting very patiently to talk, but before they do... I want to paint a picture here for everyone that's heading into draft rooms in the next couple of weeks. Yes. And maybe what I have to say will be valuable to some, all right? Mm. So it starts with a rookie running back. This guy was an incredible talent in college. So much so that as a collective, the NFL decided that he would be the first running back drafted. It's true. It's not a top 20 pick, but a first rounder is a first rounder. The coaching staff, the team around him, everyone that drafted him not only say they want to use him heavily, but have a proven track record of going with a workhorse running back in the past. In fact, for a long time, it seemed like whatever running back was in that position was a fantasy stud. Okay, This rookie, you may think, is a can't-miss pick. Now, the opportunity is going to present itself to take a player like this as early as the first couple of rounds, and you're going to want to take him because it's the shiny new rookie full of nothing but potential that you can feel great about when he dominates your league. I'm here to tell you today, everyone, do not reach for this player. If he falls to a great value, go for it, but otherwise let someone else grab him. And here's why. It's because the picture I just painted is not Najee Harris. Hmm? The picture I painted is Clyde Edwards-Alaire from just one year ago. And after drafting him in the first round by week eight of the 2020 season, he was borderline unusable. I think we get too caught up in rookie hype sometimes, and we might be better off if that stopped in 2021. With all that being said, here's Rob and here's Jordan. How are you fellas doing? Goodness. I'm getting all emotional over oh, here. Oh, that what a I way thought, to kick off the real start of the NFL fantasy football season. That you had me like hook line sinker. Yeah, I thought someone was gonna die in that story though. Would have been a little bit of like some kind of arrow, maybe or a sharpie. There was a bit of a plot twist though. No, there like was it, an arrow. He played at Arrowhead <laughs> Stadium. Oh, good one, Jordan. That was really good. See that? Wow. You know yes. what? Did you guys did you guys watch a little bit of the preseason? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, we, we got together a little bit. That um, was good though. Like it is true, but I think what Ryan's trying to do is make all of us not pick Naj Harris so that he can get him at the ten spot, which it will never happen. happen. Hey, <laughs> I'm here. I'm I'm here to help the majority, not just myself. The Come thing on. with the thing with Clyde Edwards Lair though last year that we kind of knew going into it was that offense is a passing offense. You, He has the best quarterback 
available on that team. You're talking about Naj. You're talking about people who they run the ball. Like Pittsburgh runs the ball. They but have to run the ball. Valid point. Kareem Hunt, amazing. Um, Andy Reid's offense. Charles. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and Andy Reid offenses in general before that, right? With uh, Westbrook and so on. Duke mm-hmm. Staley and so on. It yep. is a fact McCoy. that it, it seemed to be, LaShawn McCoy, it seemed to be a natural, a given. CEH was going to be the guy. And in our league, which is a one-keeper league, so I guess it's a little skewed, but still, CEH went number one overall in our draft. And uh, it did not work out. So is it going to happen again this year? Because with one keeper, you're basically starting second round. It is a distinct possibility that once again in the SFL, Naj Harris goes number one overall. And could it be deja vu? Everyone with our league, though, everyone tries to find the next, the next seed that's going to blossom I don't think, into. I don't think that's exclusive to our league. I think that everyone wants that. I think so too. Because everyone's, especially if you have any kind of keeper league. In general, that's what we talk about is some, like, we one keeper, yeah, keeper league, league, whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. At least you keep one guy, two guys, three guys. You're always wanting that young running back to anchor your team moving forward. Yeah. So, but so for a startup league, for a startup league, you, I don't think Najee Harris goes anywhere close to some of the other guys that, like, he would probably go running back 12, something like that, 10, 12. Give him give him a couple of impressive looking touchdowns in the preseason and watch him shoot up the board. Yeah, but he's gonna. Yeah, I I like him. I I really like him. I think he's gonna. The thing with Ceh though, I'm just saying is, it was a totally different offense. Like with Bell in Pittsburgh, Connor even in Pittsburgh when he could was they, they ran the ball 25, 30 times. When Ceh was going to um, the the Chiefs, they're a pass first offense. And that's we knew that going in. But the thing with Clyde Edwards Alaire was that he was hoping that he could catch the ball a bit more. But everyone was thinking he was gonna be Kareem Hunt. And he got back to back years was like the number one running back. The first very first game I remember watching CEH, he had every goal line run, every goal line opportunity, and he got stuffed. That that was a massive red flag. That was just the first But the problem was by then you've already drafted him. (laughs) <laughs> that's true <laughs> too late <laughs> not everyone can see the future now like here's the thing though after week one of preseason another rookie running back looked phenomenal in a little town that jordan is quite fond of denver colorado oh my mr Jaquaki Dwayne williams is it, is, it, is, it, is it pronounced Jacobite or Jacobite? Jacobite Williams. Yeah. Uh, lo- what a, like, what a different, uh, like, how does that autocorrect? It's amazing. I typed it out. And I'm like, send. And then I checked it up. I'm like, who is this Jacobite that I speak of? Anybody, uh, any of our followers on Twitter will know exactly what we're talking about. But uh, I'm telling you, this kid looks phenomenal. He showed all the vision that he displayed in college. He looked the part. He was confident. He was hitting the holes. He had a great touchdown run, actually, that if you're just if you're just looking at the after game uh, numbers, you won't see he had a touchdown because it was called back on a 
poopy Jeez, penalty. Yeah. But um, it was a – man, his numbers would have been awesome. And I know it's only preseason. Let's not get too hyped up. But in my books, this kid is the real deal. And is his situation – I mean, you have uh, Melvin Gordon there, so there's a bit of competition. But that Denver team probably will run just as much as Pittsburgh – and uh, man, this kid could be a steal. And if we're talking, at, uh, we're talking about Naj as a top ten overall pick in uh, redraft leagues. Then Williams has got to be right up there. What do you think, yeah. Jared? Watch, yeah. And I Gordon's know you watch the game. Yeah, I, I, I was very impressed. I think not just because I'm a bit of a Broncos fan, but they were one of the most impressive teams that I watched in all preseason. They seemed to be gelling. Locke looked really good. Locke looked really Locke, good. Locke did look good. Yeah. Um, Hamler looked good, fast. And that was without... Judy played. He only had one catch, but it was, an, it was a butte. Um, Gordon's banged up already. And Gordon's not the epitome That's of his help. MO, right? Yeah. So... He's got to be pushing 30, isn't he? <laughs> I don't know what he's pushing. He's, use the internet, he's pushing a walker right now because he can't do anything. <laughs> like, he's just... he, he did, And Javante Williams can get in there, and he can be 1A, and Gordon will be 1B. I was going to mention... Who's, though, who's Javante Williams? Jacob... Jacobite. Jacobite. Okay. I can't even remember. Now, what, now I know yeah. what you're saying. Um, But Locke looked... It, you know what... Melvin's We're learning 28. about 28. So he's still, yeah. he's got a couple more years. One more year, I'd say. But I was going to mention is everyone's, they, it looked exactly like everyone was saying. Drew Locke is going to come and sling it. Teddy Bridgewater's safe. And he was like, I think it was seven of eight, 84 yards, whatever. Locke was slinging it. The thing that bugs me about Locke, and I was saying to Robert, is it's third and three. You don't need 18 yards. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Like the kids just gotta relax a but, little bit. But you take... love that if you have Judy or, or Sutton or Hamler, though, yeah, right? Not when it's intercepted or. I'm telling you that Hamler kid is gonna be trouble in yeah. single coverage. That dude can run like right off your TV screen. He's he so just fast. Keeps going. The he's like Deshaun Jackson. Up. Yeah, he's oh Deshaun Jackson goodness. only without alligator arms. He actually goes up for the ball. So I like any the, other hot. I like that. Game. Any other highlights from the preseason? What did you guys think of some of the rookies that we got to see um, in the quarterback position? Do you think any of those guys will have any fantasy relevance in year one? The two guys that probably impressed me the most um, were Justin Fields. I thought he looked decent, and um, oh my goodness, I can't believe I'm doing this right the team. now. Team Jones for oh, Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Yeah. Uh, I actually think he, he's going to supplant Cam before Cam looks sooner terrible. rather than later. Cam looks like yeah. he's throwing an eighteen-pound boulder every time he throws the yeah. ball, and he's just—he's—he's he's, he's not meant for that offense, man. Like, no. Cam looks exactly like he looked all last year. Yeah, yeah. He I looks, think I, which which is not good. No. Yeah, and um, some of the more hyped quarterbacks didn't look so good, like. Uh, um, Lawrence was kind of shaky. He had his moments. He had a couple of good passes, but he yeah. didn't. I mean, it's week one, right? So it's hard to tell. And then um, Trey Lance in San Francisco. Yeah, he 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 had, he, he had one good throw. Yeah, he eighty yards. Looked a yeah. little shaky to me. I don't know. To me, the most confident guys, the most confident looking players, which maybe because they're the more experienced overall um, guys, were was Mac Jones and Justin Fields. And I think they're in a really good position to succeed. I don't know. Like Fields to me kind of looked like a Deshaun Watson type player, like yeah. not a running quarterback, but a quarterback that could definitely 
get out of the pocket a easily. Mobile quarterback. Yeah, a very mobile quarterback, but that's not his first instinct. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I think it, it could be nice. I love Justin does that, Fields. Does having someone like Justin Fields um, upgrade Allen Robinson? Oh, yeah. All those guys. Yes. Mooney, Robinson, Fapet, yeah. um, Emet, Emet, the tight end, Komet. Like, all those guys are going to be better. And uh, I don't know. The, to me, the biggest – so coming out of that Chicago game, since we're just on it, uh, Montgomery's starting to get banged up already. And they've got – they've added uh, Damian Williams there. They've got um, – what's his nuts Cohen. come back? I'm, I'm off to a good start with these guys. Tarek Cohen. Tarek Cohen coming back. Yeah. So Montgomery was an apparition last year. The way he, I think he finished like definitely top five running backs in most fantasy formats. He's a guy. He was a, he was a league winner down. He the was a yeah. league winner. He didn't start that way though. He did not start that way. He he piled up all his points in the second half. He's a guy that I think could be a bit of a trap because you're going to look at his final season numbers and you're not going to realize he was the only show in town in the running back. Game or for Chicago. Maybe he was just getting started at the end of the year last year. Exactly. Because or there's it was that way of such looking a at weird it. year that he's just gonna. I did. I didn't like that rolling. he got banged up already. Ah, he's, he's got more running banged. backs in there. Damian Williams is one of those guys that come over from Kansas City. He was always he's good. He's good. He he's, he's gonna get his touches, and so is Cohen. Tree Cohen's gonna be in there on all the third downs, and Montgomery's not gonna be so. I just think if you're redrafting Montgomery based on just his final numbers and his final outcome as a top five fantasy running back last year, you're going to be disappointed. To me, he's more of a high-end RB2 in my books. I think that's where you'll be getting him, though, as an RB2. I think Maybe, but if you're drafting him as what he was last year, you're not. Yeah. He's going to be your RB1. I, think I love Justin Fields. I, was watching, I watched that game, and I really, really liked I think he's going to be a top 10 fantasy quarterback this year do do any of the rookie quarterbacks get drafted on draft fields i believe will i think fields will too and i think and trey lance will be too because, no. because of where he is i think yeah. someone's going to take a flyer on it, what sure. what shanahan's not he isn't even in love with him he's he in said a 12 the, team league and he, you, you, no. he'll be on a roster he'll be on roster oh, there's too many good quarterbacks for him to he's not even going to be starting like he he did not look good he had one bomb and that was about it and he Shane Hansen was saying he's been making terrible choices in camp. Terrible. Here's the thing. I, I tend to agree with you, Jordy, but I think what Justin Herbert did last year will, Herbert. will he'll, it'll force the issue with someone to draft one of these guys. Uh, do you know what? Just, I like, just on the off chance. I like Zach Wilson. I thought he played pretty smart too. He finished with six for nine, 63 yards. I mean, it wasn't, it's not. He looked good. He too. looked really good. Like he looked control. He looked like something. The Jets haven't had in a long time, which was a quarterback who could throw the ball. Like he was, he was, <laughs> he was, um, he was smart. He made good. Corey Davis had like four targets. He only caught like one, I think. But he, he I was, I was going to ask about Corey Davis. Do you think he's being undervalued I right think now? So yeah. I mean, you got a you got a quarterback that can get the ball out. You've got a coach. That wants to completely change the culture, and I think Corey Davis has always had the talent, but he he just didn't put it together the first couple of years, and then AJ Brown came in in Tennessee and took the show over. Hundred percent. I mean, Davis 
to me, well, he's a top 10 pick in the NFL, if memory serves me right. And this guy, he had a ton of talent, and it's just your classic stumbling out of the gate with injuries, and I don't think he ever got the the usage he needed early on because he was always banged up. And then, he yeah, I agree. A lot always. The and then yeah. finally last year, we saw a healthy Davis. This guy's a beast. He's huge. He's fast. He's got nice big hands. He can catch the ball. I think I now that he is with a team where he can kind of be the number one guy, like you said, because Brown came in and kind of took that role. But even so, Davis had a very good year last year. If you had him as your third wide receiver, you were mm-hmm. very happy last year. So if, if he can go into the New York and be the number one guy there, he's going to be the, the check down, dependable, big wide receiver. He could be a really nice player not only for the Jets but for your fantasy team is like I say like you don't want him as your number one or number two but if you play in a league like we do with three wide receivers if he's your number three guy Bob's your uncle Shirley's your aunt and and Davis is your wide receiver and isn't isn't the uh, the rookies already banged up too? Isn't he? Mims is, is nothing. No, I'm saying I was gonna say Mims is already banged up and Moore's already yes. like hurt too. Yeah. So um, no, not Mims isn't banged up. He just sucks. Mims is yeah, terrible. Mim, they just shouldn't have drafted <laughs> yeah. him. Um, I was gonna mention a tweet. It's so here, weird though. though. He was so good coming out. But anyway, At Elvin Ryan underscore FF says the fact that you can get Curtis Samuel, Corey Davis, or Jalen Waddle in the ninth tells me all I need to know about how deep the wide receiver position is. Then he says a great, a great little saying, go great or just wait. I like, I like that, man. I, I like that a lot. So what's his top? top who's, who, who quoted that? Yeah. On, who uh, was that on Twitter? At Alvin Ryan underscore. FF. Oh yeah. I like Alvin that. Ryan. So it's like, he's right. Because if you, if you start loading up on these, on these running backs, then, and so you have wide one receiver. wide receiver, and then you get Corey Davis as number two, who can potentially be a top-scoring wide receiver some weeks. And when did he say that he's going? Ninth, right now? Ninth round. Ninth round? Come Curtis on. Samuel, and Corey Curtis Davis, Samuel, Davis, too, Wall. dude. Curtis Samuel is going to catch a lot of balls yes. in Washington next to... And, and I think I agree with him, too. I think Waddle could be have a great rookie season. Ah, that Waddle, too looks terrible. Tua's I know not. Tua looks terrible, but Waddle's going to be on the return game. Yeah. So if you have a league where you get points, which you probably do, get some points for the return game. He, it was kind of weird because that game he really didn't do anything, but that one kick return he had, it's like mm-hmm. he made a couple dudes miss in a way that a lot of dudes just don't do that. Like you could just see, okay, there's something there. And in college, he had some massive kick return um, touchdowns. So he's the type of guy, though, that I think could save Tua. Like, because you could just get the ball in his hands and he is so explosive. He's strong. He can turn things over quick. He could be like a Tyreek Hill type of player. Mm. And uh, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't, because I agree with you. I'm not a big Tua fan either. But that I makes think makes Tua us. That's Tua us that don't like Tua. <laughs> But I think I think Waddle could be a big help to him, man. And I think um, he's going to end up relying on on Waddle. He's going to be a good player, man. I like. Before him. we start like going into the Miami running back cluster, which is just heartbreaking. Oh, because you're assuming we're going to talk. No, because I wanted to talk about it, but I'm just saying I want to say something because we're talking about quarterbacks. Is yeah. Green Bay might be okay? Like Jordan Love looks okay. 
Like if if they're if it's kind of a punch in the mouth to Rodgers. I'm not saying he's anything close to Aaron Rodgers, but he was like, let me see here. He was 12 17 122 yards and a touchdown. And he looked good. Like he looked okay. So everyone thinks that the minute that and he didn't have Devontae Adams. He didn't have um Aaron Jones. Like he did he was playing with number 2s and number 3s. You know who he did have? Oh, I do know. It's scrumptious yeah. when it funches. He had Devin yeah. Funches. This Who? is a guy I don't even want to talk with this guy because I know my main competitors are listening to this, but I think Devin Funches, man. He's Green Bay brought him in for a reason last year. He didn't play because of the COVID stuff. This guy was a high second round pick. He had over 800 yards and eight touchdowns. In 2017, the only year he played a full 16 games, he is a talented, massive dude. And what has Green Bay been looking for? A, yeah. a real number two. They haven't had a real number two. Well, they have they've Randall Cobbnack. They've been going through all these other guys. No, 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 no. Devin I Funches like is a true number two. I think even some of the, the numbers that were going to the tight end last year are going to go to Funches. He's going to be a great sleeper pick, man. Once again, just exemplifying how deep the wide receivers are. Like, this guy could be someone you plug in as your number three wide receiver. And or as a look flex. At, and look still what Lazard did. Lazard, like, lit it up. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Funches so, is a far superior player to Alan Lazard. And let's roll with that concept a little bit, then. Your first five picks, assuming you're, you're waiting on tight end and quarterback... First five picks, how many are wide receivers? Five. Okay, so wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. So say, are we using our the SFL as the example where yeah, you have three, one keeper? Three wide receivers. You have one keeper, so we all have a keeper to start. And now the first five picks of our draft, how many are wide receivers? Is that what you're saying? First five. Sure, no. I, was, I, was gonna, I was saying first five, your first five You made picks. that so confusing. <laughs> oh, did I? So not... not <laughs> I'm not trying to, specific I'm trying to, to early. So you're saying? No, so you're saying just the first overall first five picks. Yeah. How many are wide receivers? No. I, yeah. Is that what you're saying? I, Maybe I'm missing out. Out of your first five okay. picks, like can your you, first, yeah. can you reword the question, Alex? God rest <laughs> his soul. Question. Your right, first R. five R. picks. How many wide receivers are you taking in your first five picks? Two. Um. One. I so I asked because every everyone's saying we're so not we're not OD. playing prices right, Jordan. <laughs> One dollar, yeah, Brian. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, what do I win? A toaster. No, I don't. I, I do depends, coffee like, maker. I do need one. <laughs> I wake up every morning and I spill coffee, and I know it's going to be a crappy day. If I can nail it, I know it's going to be a good day. It's a stupid pot. It's cockeyed. <laughs> Oh, your pot is cockeyed. I know. Stupid thing. But I won't buy a new one because I got it as a wedding gift. <laughs> anyway, so I'm saying if you can get a top like three three wide receiver, then you can build the other two wide receivers later on. Okay, let's say you you get Tyreek Hill in the first round. Okay. Are you are you willing to pass on wide receiver for the next four rounds? Yes. Oh, 100%. Because you, I would... If you nail one of those top five wide receivers with your first pick or two, 
to me, then you get, that's when you go with what Jordan was talking about with that tweet earlier on. That's when you go, yeah. you stock up on your running backs and then you start filling with the Davises, the Samuels, uh, some of these rookie weight. guys. Go greater great weight. Or weight. A hundred percent. Running back is not that philosophy. You don't go greater weight, great or, that's kind of hard to say. Great or rhymes. weight with running backs, with with wide receivers, I love that philosophy. Yeah. Running backs, you go hard or you go... You go long and hard. No. What rhymes is hard? Card. Play your no. card and go hard. Yeah. No, you just go and go and go with running backs. Okay. This isn't working. I have no idea how to bring this back. Yeah. I don't even know what we're talking about now. <laughs> Oh, man. Hey, uh, <laughs> New England is expected to have a whole bunch of defensive players back this year that they didn't have last year. Mm. you think that that no. affects a guy like Damian Harris? Okay, I'm glad you brought his name up because he's a guy that, to me, stood out in week one. Damian Harris looked great. Mm. Sony Michelle is back, but it's very clear that they love Damian Harris. They started using him big time last year. Once again, he was another league winner in the second half of the season last year. And uh, they're using him right away again. They're going to have Samuel. Uh, White's going to do his thing that he always does. But Didn't Damian White retire? Ha- nope, well, that was that Lewis, Dion Lewis. Sorry. Yeah, They're all the same. In totally England, different player. The same no, White is going to be good still. He's going to be your... Third down back guy. He's going to have his role. But Damian Harris, they love this guy. He's going to be plus 1,000 yards. He's going to be pushing 10 touchdowns this year because aided by exactly what you're talking about, Ryan, that defense is going to be well improved and they're going to be running the ball even more. I love myself some Damian Harris. He's good. LB, but don't think that <laughs> Stevenson guy. <laughs> don't, don't stomp on my fire, bro. Oh man, I'm just saying they they use that rookie a lot. I think, and since when is Belichick stuck with one great? He's done it. All it takes done is it. when Harris he likes him. When Harris he likes him, he likes him once, and he'll be benched. When he likes him. He games. likes him. Yeah, he likes him. He hasn't liked anyone since Bolden. Another rookie. I don't know where you're going right now, guys. Another, I'm going nowhere. I'm going where you take us. Take where the wind blows us, Jordan. What? You want me- Here's something something that's going to blow you. Yeah, here we go. Another rookie. We're kind of talking about young guys here. Rondell Moore for the Arizona Cardinals. Here's another dude. I know they have got a lot of weapons there. But this guy, he played on 13 passing down snaps. He had five targets. He's the perfect player what they needed because they've got the Hopkins. They've got the outside guys. Rondell Moore is going to be that nice High slot. volume slot guy in Arizona, man. And it's going to hurt the running backs a bit, I think, because Rondell Moore, I think, can do more with the ball in his hands than Edmonds and Connor and all those other weenies can do there. Connor's still going to get the goal line, though. I'm telling you, Rondell Moore, there's just something watching. I, I just watched the highlights, the way they were utilizing this guy. He's going to be a huge part of this offense, boys. And he's going to, he, especially in a PPR league, yeah, he's going to challenge to be on your top three wide receivers for your starting lineup every week. So keep an eye on him. Is, is Kyler Murray going to be able to see him, to hit him? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> they're about the same size. Yeah, no, he he's, I think he's going to be really good, boys. See, that's what I kind of worry about. And I, and I, I might be alone on this. 
uh, on an island with the umbrella is I I'm worried about volleyball. Hopkins Hopkins target share with with green there now more Edmonds Connor like am I am I way off on that it's just I worry yes. about yeah I just worry I, about his target share I think AD I, I worry about the hate I worry about the same thing but I have worried about that with Hopkins year after year after year, and everywhere he goes, he just demands targets because he's, he's the best player on the team. He is. He is. He's he's going to be a top five wide receiver, 0% doubt in my mind. It just seems like every year there's one wide receiver that... I think A.J. Green's washed up, man. He's he's had so many... I, I love A.J. Green. When he, when he was in his prime, he vanilla. was great. The vanilla. The vanilla soft vanilla of wide receivers. No, do you know who sucks? I'll tell you something. I do you know who sucks? A name. He's just a name. Go ahead. Is uh, Keyshawn Vaughn? I yeah. I don't think he has. He's not a a long career in the NFL. He's not a thing. And then we're talking about running backs. Here's a guy that stood out. Jarek McKinnon. Yes, the Kansas City Chiefs. We were talking about Ceh early on. Jarek McKinnon looked. Awesome. He says he's 100% healthy for the first time in years. Mm-hmm. He looked great. I'm telling you, man, like if if they were willing to use McCoy and they were willing to use Bell, they're going to give they're going to give McKinnon a shot. Yeah. McKinnon McKin- McKinnon could be a steal in a very late round draft that could end up being a starting running back on the best offense in the NFL. This guy this guy's had tons of tons of potentials whole career. He flashed last year in San Francisco how many times? Like we were on the McKinnon train. He he had he had knee issues. He says he's healthy. If this kid's healthy, good night. He what was crazy about steal. McKinnon too last year was in San Fran, he got the goal line. And he punched it in. Like he's not a huge dude, but he he's shows he burst, has a nose. Yeah, he's got he's a nose got the, for the end zone. Yeah, like he he's can got do a it. one to five yard burst that many guys don't have. Yeah. Um, one guy that I just want to see H. We talk about last year's rookie draft. How amazing the running backs were. Acres out. That sucks. But Dobbins. Okay, that Baltimore team looked terrible. Like that Baltimore offense looked in shambles. I think they won, but they looked terrible. However. Their offensive line held, Baltimore had three running backs who averaged over six yards a carry. Three garbage running backs or third line or fourth line, whatever, guys they were throwing in there, averaged over six yards rushing. You can't tell me that when Dobbins is in there, he's not going to explode. He's going to make that whole Baltimore offense insane. So, if I had to choose between C.E.H. Dobbins, Swift, any of those guys, Acres obviously isn't in, uh, in the equation anymore. Dobbins to me is going to be is going to have the huge breakout year too in, I, in this I whole love, league. I love this, as a as a breakout, yeah, yeah. When I they, still I still take Taylor over him. So okay, so talk about Taylor though. Here's something I notice is Marlon Max a really really good running back. Mm-hmm. He's still there. Um, Naheem Hines, we know what he is. We know what his role is. I'm a, I, I love Taylor too, as an individual in a vacuum, uh, running back. Taylor is awesome. I was a little concerned to see, man, Marlon Mack looks how healthy Ma- again. How well Mack was doing. And there's going to be a lot of mouths to feed there. Is Taylor going to be what he was last year? 
I don't know. I love the guy, but there's. It seems like there could be a lot of congestion in that backfield in Indy. And I I think you're right, but I also think they're going to run the ball so often that I actually think both guys could have value. All three, you think? What about Naheem Hines? Because Naheem Hines well, was playable last year too. Yeah, but Naheem Hines was only playable because he would get a lot of running, like actual running plays. So do you think? I don't think he's getting those this year. Do you think Mac will more take Naheem Hines out of the picture? Yeah. And take over what he was doing, so and then Mac you're and you're, you're going to have a Mac and Taylor kind of Taylor Mac. for the for the strictly running plays. I sure. mean, okay. the, the two minute drills, the the passing downs. Though that's where Naeem Hines shines. He's not going to get taken off those. My biggest breakout of Week One preseason. I'm all over this train. I'm going to hop on it and ride it to the sunset. <laughs> is a little running back by the name of Tony Jones of the New Orleans Saints. Oh man, you're going on about this guy. I was I picked him up in our league. He's available in a lot of leagues. Um watch Dino this guy. League, Dino League you're talking. Dino, yeah, yeah, Dino. If he keeps going this way, Murray will be cut. Mark my words, they will cut Murray. He had seven carries, eighty two yards, a touchdown, five catches, thirty eight yards. He is explosive. He he hits a hole and just he's a big guy he's fast he can catch the ball and Peyton if he likes a running back he's going to use him as much as he can watch the highlights on this uh, Saints team he, Murray if I was Murray I'd be looking behind me and looking for a good old Tony Jones with his new music the only, thi- <laughs> the only thing I worry about that, that he might be a fine player but I don't think he's getting any value unless Camara goes down and if Kamara goes down, I don't trust that offense to be able to do anything. They used Kamara and Murray last year, like when we when they were both healthy. Like yeah, they're, they had, this whole they Saints offense is going to be yeah. This whole Saints Mike, offense. Well, is not be Michael Thomas, but I am seriously worried about this offense, boys. Mm. Yeah, in, in New Orleans overall. Okay, with one, that one more thing, one, one more thing, one more quick, thing, quick, one more quick guy, hitter. a big guy. He's been a he's been a player that you want every year for a while. Is is David Johnson. I think his leash has run out of length and he's he's looking at his better years in the rearview mirror. I think Lindsay and Ingram are going to be the guys in Houston you want over DJ, um, especially Lindsay, man. I think yeah, Lindsay, Lindsay could, yeah. I think he could really start taking over that backfield. Um, David Johnson has looked supposedly from the information we get, it says look like crap in camp. And uh please for Houston. How depressing. Do not is that? be my point is do not be expecting to have a, a running back one or even two with David Johnson this year. Um Lindsay and, and Mark Ingram could be nice little pickups as uh as uh, guys you want to stash and, and I think Lindsay over Ingram could be a guy that you're using as a flex player this year. Perfect. Excellent notes. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Jordy. Thanks, everyone, for listening to episode 43. We'll see you guys next time. Yippar. Say yup. Thanks for listening. Join us on Twitter at RealityFFP for daily fantasy football fun. And please subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you enjoy listening. All I know for sure is the Broncos aren't going to make the playoffs. Whatever. <laughs> All I know is I like that analogy. Yeah, he could his better days in the rearview mirror or behind him. Because if you're looking, 
it was good. The objects are smaller than they appear. Yeah. You're like, wow. The past was great. But Lindsay's never, not, Lindsay's never been a full-time back. As much as I love him. 